What's up, everyone? My name is B, and you are listening to the Brand Eye Podcast. This podcast talks about navigating our 20-somethings, the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of our journeys, and learning to embrace every part of your story, because your life is your brand, and so many people would benefit from just seeing you live authentically. No one has all of the answers. We're all trying to figure it out. Hi, everyone. We are in the final week of 2022. Crazy times. And we're also two days away from my 27th birthday. I am getting up there in age. Is it two days? Oh, one day. Oh, sorry. Yeah, one day. Okay. One day from my. <laughs> Thank you for remembering my birthday. And if you haven't picked up on it by now, I, we have a guest. I'm back. Well,. <laughs> there's also a bonus episode if you don't know why she's saying i'm back there is a bonus episode (laughs) that is um being published and this is my best friend from high school naya who has agreed to join me as we reflect on the past year so i have naya on this episode because i am having a hard time reflecting on my 26th year and Mm -hmm. Naya encouraged me to do an episode where I think about and reflect on 26 and look ahead to what I would like 27 to look like so she is about to be my muse for this whole episode okay this sounds good all right should we begin with turning 26 oh gosh 26 was a good time I think uh I traveled. Mm-hmm. I took my first solo trip. That was really nice. Yeah. I made new friends. Did I make new friends? I think you did. Friends from your job, yeah. Because oh, I'm not gonna yeah. say the names. I but. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then I went to church a lot. That is what 26 was. 26 was a year of independence because the things I was used to doing with others or depending on others for, I did by myself. Okay. So my mom, I depended on her for a lot. And a lot of my friends, I depended on them. But this time, you know, like, I really needed to get away. So I went to San Diego alone. I, what else? Uh, Well, you started a podcast alone. Oh, yeah. You, let's see. Um, There was something else. Oh, church. I knew that I had no hope. And my faith really was wavering Mm -hmm. a lot. But I decided to just show up to church, even if it wasn't a service or something. There was just some event. I just kept showing up. And that really helped me because it was like, even though I wasn't directly learning about the Bible or something, I was building relationships and just being in a positive place, you know? Right. And then that's how community service made me feel, too, where it was like, that was when I would feel those moments of just, ooh. So it was like a, it was a year of grief. And I think 27 is going to be post-traumatic growth. Yes. Okay, what about you? Um, For 26? Well, for the past year, I guess. I guess for the past year, this year. Um, so really, this year, I switched jobs a couple of times. <laughs> a couple? No. <laughs> I did, um, but it was definitely worth it. Now looking back at it, um, 
a few weeks I was really stressed out about that like couldn't sleep wasn't eating like heartburn out the roof like really yes like it was really bad I was like what if I'm making the wrong decision and now looking back I was like no this was an amazing decision for me um at the time I guess just put in what I wanted first I think was something I definitely did this year yeah like no other I think I spent a lot of 26 and 2022 mm-hmm. dating myself i liked it i think you did i took myself to the movies every week you did i got you my were... beignet yes i remember that <laughs> you know i love my beignets right i took myself on a vacation you get it because my initials are b-a-e okay calm down no come on now that's cute though it's okay <laughs> i actually want to do that as a caption like yeah. vacation but i don't think people would get it because they don't know my initials are Bay, you right. know? I get it. Yeah. So 26 was me dating myself a lot. Okay. Right. That That is very true. You did. And um, I think I dated more people than myself. That's nice. But you spent so much time dating yourself. Right. For like a couple of years. <laughs> so Okay. I will say for one year. Because I don't feel like you dated yourself for a couple of years. Like for a couple of years, you just didn't date. Right. Right. But that was, like, to myself, though. Like, No, I feel like dating yourself is taking yourself out. Right. It's probably being more intentional. Getting all cute for yourself. That's very true. That is very true. I didn't. But this year I dated men, and it was actually really nice. I actually enjoyed, I'm enjoying the experience. Um... We'll see what 2023 brings with these men. Oh, Hopefully, no. I'll be in matching pajamas next year. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know with who, but we'll see. <laughs> well, okay. Hopefully, it's if you are in some matching pajamas, it's with a man, a good man. My husband. Hopefully, my future husband. We'll see. Mm. But what are your hopes, dreams, and wishes? My hopes, dreams, and wishes. I honestly feel like sometimes I'm afraid to articulate my hopes, dreams, and wishes. Oh, I can understand that. Because it's like... If it doesn't happen, you look real goofy. Right. You know? <laughs> Which real. I know that that's not, the, that's not the way you should think. But, like, mm-hmm. I get afraid to say what I want because then if I don't get it, I'm going to – I'm afraid that I'm going to lose hope or faith right. in what I once had a lot of hope in, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm so. hoping that 27 brings even more confidence and happiness and self-discovery. Nice. Um, more money would be nice, but that's always nice. I know, right? Yeah, because I even like just starting this podcast has really stretched me and helped me in so many ways. Of I have to learn how to be vulnerable. You know, oh, yeah. it's it's really it's harder than what I thought it was too. I will give you that because I was just like, you know, it's not that hard talking about yourself, and then I got up here. I was like, mm, I would not send anybody these episodes because right. now you see why i have not um i don't want y'all to know me in real it. life <laughs> right it's like oh wow and then also rejection is a scary thing because if you put your heart out there and then you're right. getting rejected by others or judged exactly i'm like now nah, i'm vulnerable air raggedy right like you know yeah judge out here judging me <laughs> right which i mean i judge me so i, I know but for other people me. to judge and I don't know. Especially after you were just vulnerable. I don't know. I just kind of feel like people are evil. Well, people can have evil characteristics. They can. Yeah. 
So not all people are evil, but they can have very evil characteristics that, like, when you are vulnerable, they may take your vulnerability and just try to, you know, use it in a way. Yeah. Which. And forgiveness. That's another thing. You're right. right. Forgiveness. Because, like, how do you forgive yourself? Um, I don't know. You just tell yourself it's going to be okay. I think you 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 take what you learn from the less from that lesson, mm-hmm. and then you know you just kind of like you learn from it. But you can't. I just always tell myself like you can't dwell on it. You know what I mean. So when you tell yourself that, does yourself listen? Uh, sometimes I think it takes time. Like, yeah. For example, a big thing for me was um, just having a child. Mm-hmm. I really felt like I did it out of order. Mm. So for a long time, I was just like feeling like guilt, like oh my gosh, like, I can't give my child this two-parent household. Oh my gosh, like, you know, this kind of came out of just being irresponsible. Yeah. You know, so a lot of that time I carried, like, this guilt of just being a mom and just, like, dang, like, you know, like, none of your close friends, like, everyone else is just doing it right. Yeah. Um, So with that, like, my forgiveness was like, no, well, Nyan, like, now it's here and enjoy this. Yeah. Um, The lesson I learned is, I'm going to stop being irresponsible (laughs) Do things safely. But um, just like, you know, well, now it's here. So we're just going to take the lesson it was and just do the best you can. You know, I'm not going to like um, just keep dragging myself. Like, right. Yeah. And I used to for like three years straight. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually I like that because you think about even. And your relationship with others. Right. You know, you can do that yeah. same thing or your you relationship with on it. self. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's heavy. It's a heavy load to carry. Exactly. Releasing that guilt and I don't know, just, I guess in a way it is like trauma that I carried for a long time. And for a long time I did, I was felt bad for myself. I was like, well, it's me. Like no one wants to date me. Like I have a child. And then also I saw like, social media you see people with children dating like you know like it happens you know so finding ways that other people that could relate to me was helpful you know like hanging out with moms I just um hung out with married moms you know single moms you know people that could relate so that was one way that it was really helpful in releasing that guilt like Mm -hmm. it happens to people you know and you may not have liked that the way this turned out but you know you just learn so next time it won't be that way but because the child is here you know you do your best you can you enjoy you try to learn you be around you um be around people that you can learn from Mm. like different things about motherhood and books and you know join different mom groups and things that you know will help you feel better like i joined a um, mom group was like a mom circle you know we just talked about being mothers yeah and it was like six women and a therapist and you know we just talked about our daily struggles and then you know the therapist came with ways that we can resolve that yeah. so finding things like that was very helpful because it has you feeling like you're not alone you yeah. know and it was you know it didn't happen the way you planned it to yeah. but now you know you just live just keep keep on living you know yeah nothing else I agree with that I mean human connection I didn't realize how important it was (laughs) until I think year 26 when similar to you I was looking for 
connections to build or I was looking for affinity spaces. So I joined a grief group or a few of them and I love them. I mean, it was so nice to hear. It was a great reminder that I'm not the only person in the world going through this, which obviously I know, but sometimes I would just even Google circumstances that were specific to me mm-hmm. to see how many other people have gone through it and to see like thousands of results pop up yeah. where it was like oh we went through like the exact same thing but like we're still unique to who we are right that was nice or I just I think connection was a big part of 26 for me was okay. letting go of anything that was forced and embracing everything and embracing the new and using those empty spaces um to innovate Right. Innovation is, that was like a word that I really loved was honoring and innovating, honoring the fact that things are what they are Mm -hmm. and innovating and saying, well, I can't change other things. I can't change people. I can't change how they feel or I can't change my circumstances, but I can change how I show up. Exactly. And that's like all you can do. That's like what's in your control. Yeah. And I like to have control over my life, but I'm learning (laughs) I cannot have that control. Like I can't control how things are going to turn out right around you that's very true well we can control it a little bit but you can you can control your part in it yeah so and that's like where it starts and ends yeah that's what I'm saying it ends <laughs> but I also I don't know I, I think I started feeling like wait I'm not God right. oh so I really do have to let go and let him but like how do you have that faith that he'll show up for you when it's like he has sometimes it felt like oh he's really screwed me over so why would he show up for me there's no like it's not like he's going to say oh I made her go through X so I'm gonna stop right there like he could keep going right (laughs) oh I don't like that and that's the rough part right like in the you know in this world we have like parameters boundaries like I'm right. like, you need to respect my boundaries or you're exactly. not going to be in my life anymore. But now it's like, you can't do that to guys. <laughs> right. I'm like, you're right. Let me show you something real quick. Right. <laughs> For real. It's like, oh, you thought you were, you thought you was bad? Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me show you you're not. Like, <laughs> that was real. But I'm learning the lessons that come from it are beautiful. Oh, yes. Oh, Definitely. Gosh. They are. Yeah. Learning to roll with the punches. What? do you think you are most afraid of for this upcoming year? I would say for me, it would just be honestly to like repeat this year. Mm. Like Groundhog Day type stuff. Right. Like to see myself in the same patterns. Like I want to actually, the things that I say I wanted to complete, like I want to at least, even if it's just, even if it doesn't go my way, let me just get very, very, very close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do that work that's possible. I think this in 2023 um, is my year where it calls for discipline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I want to challenge myself just to be more disciplined overall in life. Like starting from the time I wake up, let's try to be on time. Right. Somewhere in I <laughs> Right. Something. Exactly. So that is one of my biggest goals. Like, because I feel like if I do not get disciplined in my life, then I don't know. I'm just headed nowhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, you're headed somewhere. 
<laughs> but the I discipline's get it. needed. No, discipline is needed. It's funny because um, my sister would talk about uh, pregnancy, and uh-huh. I'd be like, I heard the cravings are unbearable, you know, da da da. And she was like, I mean, they're there, but like, it's mental. Yes. And I was like, what do you mean mental? Because people, women tell me like, oh, when you're pregnant, you can't say no. And she was like, you can say no. Yeah. I mean, your body wants it. And she was like, sometimes, you know, if I'm carrying around a big old baby, I'm like, I deserve to eat what I want. But like, right. I also know I need to be disciplined. So. Right. And I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, it so is if all a pregnant mental. woman can say that, then I could do it. Right. No, that's real. Yeah. Like for me, one of my biggest struggles is waking up in the morning. Mm. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> but I need to be up at 630. Uh-huh. That's the time I need to be up. But for the light, I have like six alarms every 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I do that too. Because I don't trust that I'm going to get up when I say I am. I turn them all off though. Oh. <laughs> I all of them? Every time. Not every even morning. by alarm number three. Uh, no, okay. I feel like that's cap because... Sometimes you be texting me at six something in the morning. I'm like, she's out of bed right now. No, but I'm still laying in bed. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, she's on the road. Well, sometimes I look at your location. You're out and about. No, definitely not at six. Okay, I know yeah, for I a don't fact. Look at your, it looks <laughs> I'm over here lying now. Right. No, I think I don't leave the house probably until like eight thirty, nine o'clock ish. Oh, I know. I'm That's supposed real. to be at work at eight. Yeah. <laughs> You won't say where you work. No, but you know what I have found is something that's helped me with discipline is vulnerability, transparency. Yes. Because you ha- you're you're being held accountable. If right. I am opening my mouth to tell you I want to improve blank. Right. When I'm not doing it, like I know you're gonna be like, well, Brandy, right. hey, what's going on? You know? Right. You said this was a goal. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, first of all, mind your business because (laughs) no, but that's why, like, I think it's important to open up. So I think that Naya and I have had to learn. I want to say each other in a way or just. Yeah. um, But you also learn yourself, too, because I learned that there's certain things I need to work with on. And same. Me too. It's my communication because I because I end up you know how you procrastinate because there's something like you already feel bad so then you just you're like oh I'm just gonna wait to say it no girl say it as soon as you know because right. then it won't cause as much issues as if you now you're gonna wait wait to say the issue or just wait to say oh I'm running late when you could have said it 20 minutes ago you know or me I feel like I'm trying to you know hurry up and go and then I look at the time and woof. It's time to go. <laughs> I get it, though, because I put it off. Like, you feel bad. You yeah. Like, you feel a sense of guilt. Of, like, I, I do tend to delay or avoid things where I know I'm going to have to tell someone, like, I let you down, even though that's not what I'm saying. I feel like I am. Right, right, right. So literally in therapy, like, three years ago, I had to learn how to not avoid things because, you know, even when I was getting ready for my um, entrance exam for grad school, mm-hmm. I was like... I'm not going to take the practice test because I don't want to know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Like, I'd rather just show up and take it. Yeah. And my therapist was like, why wouldn't you want to know? Right. This- but I always, like, avoidance felt like that was the right thing to do for me. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was avoiding. It just felt like I was protecting myself. So right. I think it's a way that we used to protect ourselves. Right. No, that's definitely true. And I do it a lot. And it's not 
uh, you know, once you get, I guess, reach a certain age, it's like, okay, like you're getting older. So now you need to voice or yeah. even ask these important questions. Say that you're running late, like say sorry, or just even work on improving these things. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, it's hard though. You know, it is hard, but one step at a time. I mean, right. And that's what, like, I literally say I hate baby steps, but mm-hmm. I appreciate them when I go right. through a million of them. Mm-hmm. Because if I look at the end goal of like, tomorrow I'm going to stop being a procrastinator, that's not really how life works. Like, I'm going to wake up and procrastinate or not procrastinate. Exactly. (laughs) How can I set small goals? So even, you know, I used to have an issue with time. I still do. If you ask my sister, she'll say I do. Mm -hmm. But like punctuality. So what I do is I put stuff on my calendar way earlier, but like I know I'm going to forget what the actual time is. Right. So I put like, so if I have a doctor's appointment at 1.45, I'll put doctor's appointment 1 p.m. And then I'm like, shoot. And I don't put in the notes like it's actually 1.45. So then I'm like, shoot, I need to like, and I'm not going to go through the work to figure out what time it really is. So I show up and I'd probably get there at 1.20 and then I'm there on time, you know? Yeah, no, that's definitely true. But have you heard or of those people, my mom uh, would tell me to set my clock earlier yeah, I do that. But they say people that do are actually um, run more late than people who have their time set to erect the the actual time really? it is. Yeah, I heard it on the radio and I was like, huh, that don't, explains don't a lot. Any ideas. <laughs> is your clock set ahead? It is. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Oh, probably because they're thinking like, oh, I said it earlier. Right. So. And so what time is it really? Like, that's my kitchen. I know I have more time. So oh, that no. clock is wrong. No. Oh, that. well, that makes complete sense because I could see you doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me. I do that sometimes. That's me in the morning. I'm like, no, no, I'm just on time. It takes well, me like 30 minutes to actually put the shoes on and get out yeah, the door. Yeah, like I don't think about oh, it's going to take me 15 minutes to get to the car and start it up. Exactly. So I do, you know what I did do? Because I do that myself. Uh So I have my kitchen clocks and everything set to the normal time. Okay. But only my car is set to 10 minutes ahead. Okay. So then in my brain, like I think all my clocks are on the actual time. time. Okay. And then I freak out when I'm driving and I hit the speed pedal. Or the gas pedal. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, no. It's 10 minutes early. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's a good point, huh? I'm not that good yet. But in 2023, those are the goals. The small steps. The baby steps? Yes. I'm going to start working towards. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. In 2023, I don't know. Like, you know what scares me about the new year is... I even vivid, I remember, like I, this is such a vivid memory of going into 2021 and thinking like, it's like almost every year I think about, you know, there's so much tragedy that happens Mm -hmm. in each year. And I'm like, that tragedy could be close to me, you know, like you see at funerals or on TV when people are like, I never imagined that this would happen or that I would be this person. Like I think about that. And I remember going into 2021, like right now life is so beautiful, but like I could come out of 2021 having lost someone I love or people I love Mm -hmm. or things I love or lost the ability to do certain things. And like, I'll just never know until I get to that moment. Exactly. And that's what I think about in 2023 is like, you know, 
what tragedies are you going to have? Is that what you're thinking? Or? I don't want to think it like that, but I think like... Is something close? No, it's more so like, wow, tragedy could... Strike any time? Yeah. And you just, you know, like... Yeah. You and I are having a New Year's celebration. Yes. And God forbid, like, I don't want to speak anything into existence, but I think about like... <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting morbid, but I do think about that of like, you know, I don't know, like it's just life is a lot more fragile oh, than yes. I really truly understand, I think. Oh yes. I definitely understand that. And then also being a mom, that's that would be like one of my worst fears. Yeah. Because you just feel like no one can really take care of your child better than you can. Yeah. I don't know if other moms feel like that, but I feel like that. So I for me, too. it's like life is very fragile and I don't want anybody else taking care of him but me. <laughs> so For real. So that's one of the things I'm just like, you know, in a way, like even when going through stuff, like I'm so grateful. Life is so fragile. And I do think about too, like in our... So much can happen in such a short amount of time, you know, Oh yeah. where I like pray to God about certain things and situations. And I'm like, wait, I was just praying about that, you know, last month. And I didn't even think that anything would come of it. And like in 30 days it happened or sometimes even in three days things happen, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Very true. It is really crazy. Life is very crazy. Life be life in. It sure does. And sometimes it'd be extra ghetto. But. <laughs> no, for real. No. No. That's what I'll say. 26 was a year of. Ghetto-ness. Of emotions. Oh, yeah. Emotions that I don't usually ever want to feel. I don't think anyone wants to feel them, but I know how to avoid an emotion. Really? Oh, Yeah. I mean, but you're the feelings one who that told you me. don't ever want to feel. Yeah, not avoid it. Yeah, but you feel like they were feelings that you never want to feel, though. Twenty six is like filled with. Oh that. no, no, no! I think prior, I had to learn that no feeling is a bad feeling. Okay. And then, I had to learn like it's okay to feel all of that. Right. You know, but before, I had just been like. Oh no, that that's not happiness. So I don't need to feel that. So I'm gonna leave it alone, and I'm gonna look the other way. Right. But it all caught up to me. But I think like, did I tell you about post traumatic growth? No. Oh my gosh, post traumatic growth is like my favorite thing in the whole wide world. So post traumatic growth is growth after trauma. Okay. So there are five ways to um, evaluate whether someone has achieved this growth. And the five things are appreciation of life, relationships with others, new possibilities in life, personal strength, and spiritual change. Okay. Which I think it's like one of the most beautiful things to me, you know, because I'm like, wow, here is something that like is scientifically known to happen after you go through something bad and you allow yourself to go through it. Mm-hmm. And I also think that it's interesting that there are like five characteristics of post-traumatic growth and there are five stages of grief. Mm-hmm. And I'm like five okay. and five, you right. know, and five is the number of grace. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, wow, like, you know, that's yeah. just, it's beautiful to me that such an ugly period and season 
or even more than one season can give birth to new life. Right. That's crazy. No, that is. It's wild. Right. But it's like, you know, like after rain, then comes like, you know, like the sunshine and stuff. Like that's what it, you know, if you could envision it, that's what it reminds me of, you know? Yeah. And they say all, what is it? Sunshine without rain is a drought. Right. So I'm like, you know, life can't always be good sometimes. Right. But I also had to learn that you don't have to say like, I'm so glad that X happened to me. Like, you know, like I'm so glad that. I lost my mom or else I wouldn't have learned blah, blah, blah. Okay. You can still learn it. Right. And you can acknowledge that you didn't like that event and that it hurt, but exactly. you grew from it. Just like, you know, no, I'm sure you have true. a lot that you think like that. No, that's very true. No, I can definitely relate to that because this year for the first time, I think in a long time, you know, I don't know if people ever have these moments, but I'm like, wow, I actually like feel happy right now. Yeah. Like just... Nothing, nothing in particular happened, you know, nothing like I didn't win the lottery or anything, but it's just like, wow, like in this moment, I'm actually happy. Yeah. You know, like I had a lot of those moments this year, I will say, like for the first time in your life. Duh. Okay. Fell down. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey. No. (laughs) It was like, even though everything wasn't perfect, it Mm -hmm. was still like, wow, like in this moment. Like, I think after experiencing, like, sadness and maybe, mm-hmm. like, depression and all of that, yeah. like, um, in certain moments, you just find yourself like, wow, like, this, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. I, I agree with that. Or it's, like, learning to be present in the moment has mm-hmm. been a challenge for me, but such a blessing and an honor. Mm-hmm. Because when I do stop, like what you said, and I'm like, wow, I'm really happy right now. Or I'm giving myself the love I never thought I would ever want to be worthy of or be able to give myself. Right. Or, you know, things aren't perfect, but like, they're coming together. Exactly. Yeah. Which, it's funny too, because something that sticks with me when I think about 26 and 2022 is, I was reading one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And, like, I usually read it from the perspective of one character. But this time, like, during a tough time, I had read it. And I read it from the perspective of his father, who thought that he was dead. Mm. And his father didn't understand, like, or know that actually your son went on to become a king. And Mm. so he thinks, like, and this was his favorite son. So he's like, oh, my gosh, my son died. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Blah, blah, blah. And he was trying to cling on to his youngest son because... At one point, it was like he was being tested because the children that sold his favorite son to slavery mm-hmm. needed, they were now bowing down to the son, who Joseph, who was now a king. And he was testing them and he's like, go bring your baby brother. He was pretending like he wasn't Joseph at that time. He's like, go bring your baby brother to me. Let me meet him. But he just wanted to see him. Mm-hmm. And the father was like, you know, they went back to the father, relayed the message. And he was like, no, you cannot take him. I already lost one. I'm not losing another, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're like, please, they said that, like, they're going to kill the one that they that he has if you don't. And he's like, no, no. And he finally decided to do it if he went with them. And then he saw that his son is alive, his son is a king, and his son saves the whole land. Mm. But when I think about that, I'm like, wow, 
when can we be bold? When are we bold enough to let go? Because he was so, he was clinging to what he had because he didn't want to lose anything else. And I'm like, there are so many things I was clinging to because I didn't want to lose him. Mm -hmm. But then had he not let go, he wouldn't have seen that his biggest dream, it, it wasn't dead. Right. It just had to be groomed and shaped so that it could turn into what he wanted. Exactly. No, that makes sense. It's crazy. So yeah. I think about that. Like, what am I? Am I always bold enough to let go? And the answer is no. Oh, definitely not. But then when I do let go, I feel so good. Yes. Yes. That's like recently, um, after listening to one of your other podcasts, when oh, you're talking about snap. letting go and like you made a reference, like um, putting back clothes like that don't fit you. Oh, yeah. So this weekend I went through all my clothes, like all the drawers, everything. And I was just looking at stuff and I'm like, you haven't worn this in three years. Yeah. Like, let it go. Like, yeah. And I was, sometimes it was like this feeling like, well, you know, someone brought me this, so I shouldn't get rid of this. Right. Like, I'm a, I'm aware in 10 years. Right. I'm, I'm going like, need it one day. Exactly. But it's taking up all this space. And if you right. have not worn it in three years, you don't need it. But I have three bags of like clothes that I donated that's in my car now. <laughs> and now look, now you have space for exactly. new. Exactly. And not only that, but I also discovered like, okay, you have a lot of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but just. Assess. Like, right. Exactly. You're honoring and now you're assessing. Exactly. But if I would have never cleaned it out or just, you know, not let anything go, it just would have been still just so much stuff. Yeah. In one area clutter and. But being able to like let it go, like even, you know, the smallest thing, clothing, yeah. it does make a huge difference. It really does. It yeah. really does. And I remember talking to my pastor one day and I was telling her like, you know, um, or I forgot what we were talking about. But one thing that she said that sticks with me is she she truly believes that God will bless us with new things when we clear our space and prepare our lives for those, like when we position ourselves to receive them. So instead of holding on to certain things, we should let those go. And so even in my life, I have let go of various relationships that I know they're not mutually beneficial and they're not, you know, conducive to either one of our, like, you know, the the growth, our growth. And that I've noticed that like new possibilities and new blessings and all of this stuff have just come my way. Because exactly. I like to hold on to old friendships, you know? Oh, it's yes. Like, but obviously, I mean, some you should hold on to, right? Right. But some it's like the season is over and it's exactly. not that there's any bad blood or anything, but it's like you got to let go. Exactly. And then, like you said, you may get blessed with something that's even better or something that you thought you would never even have. Yep. Job opportunities, all of that, you know? Exactly. So it's like having, I think being bold enough to let go is also having faith that, because I'm a hoarder. Like I like to hoard things in my life because I'm like, well, what if things don't turn out? Yes. And that's one of my biggest fear. Like, what if I let this go? Whether it's like this job opportunity or this friend or Mm -hmm. Even oh, okay, for, but you're not gonna let me go. No, <laughs> or even this relationship for a long time. Oh, child, I just was like, well, if he doesn't like me anymore, then I'm just gonna be alone forever. Mm-hmm. Like, just like so many things. Like, fear was like, this is why you can't let this relationship go. Yep. Like, even though it wasn't serving me, it wasn't serving Ooh. me in a lot of ways. Yes. But I was just like, 
out of fear. Like, I have to. Yeah. Like, I thought about that the other day. I was like, yeah, like, I was really holding on because I thought, like, if he doesn't like me anymore, then I won't have any other options mm. and I'm just going to be alone, like, mm. forever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. Like, it, it really is scary. I get that. That's that's real. Yeah. No, that's real. <laughs> it's, it's a very real thing because I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about just what does it mean to have faith, you know? Mm-hmm. And we talked about faith. In our bonus episode, but I also look at, you know, how can you learn to accept what is yeah. and just kind of go with the flow? Do you feel like you did that in the year of 26? Oh, though? yes. It, yeah. it, it was hard. But yeah, I think at first I was like holding on to so much and just trying to control so much. But then when I was letting go of expectations that I had oh, yeah. and letting go of or just accepting things for what they were, I found so much peace. Like it hurt, but it was like that void that I felt in my heart mm-hmm. just filled up. And then I, I developed a love for myself. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you are a bad mamma jamma. jamma. Okay. <laughs> right. You are a bad mamma jamma because it's like you chose yourself right. over your insecurities. Mm-hmm. You chose your happiness, your peace, your your wellness right. over your insecurities and your fears. And like, look what you went through and you're still standing, right. even though everything in you told you to give up and to let go. Exactly. So I think like, do you experience that where you're like, oh, shoot, I did that? Yeah. Looking really? back. And you know, after, even after certain experiences, you're like, oh, can't nobody tell me nothing now. Right. Like, there's nothing I can't do. Like, like, even some of that, like. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was getting stitches when we were in high school in uh-huh. my foot. And this med student was working on my foot. And I, first of all, I'm like, why are you, why are you doing this? You know, mm-hmm. but we're in the ER and I started to feel this I started to feel like the stitch like the the mm-hmm. stitch needle going in my foot and I'm screaming and I said I feel it you were supposed to numb it and he was like oh I guess I missed that part of the wound but you're fine I just have a few more and I'm like I can't do this I hated needles all of that and my mm-hmm. mom was like holding my hand and she's watching mm-hmm. and trying to keep like a straight face but she was like she said it was like the worst thing that she had seen. It was the most disgusting thing. But I remember I was like, mom, I can't do this. It hurts. And she said, listen here, baby girl, you lost your brother. You watched your mother go through cancer. You got bullied and you're telling me you can't take a little tiny behind needle. She said, you could do it. I believe in you. And I'm like, okay, I can do it. I lost my brother. You can put the needle in my foot. <laughs> that it hurt it hurt so no, bad i believe it guys i can only imagine <laughs> but now that's how i like look at things sometimes right. like, i did this i could do right. it like i don't know it's, it's like, like that small little voice in your head like yes. like or even when i know this uh, year you also completed you did like a I 5k complete. the oh. bubble <laughs> but do you know like that little voice in your head where every part of your body is like walk just walk i mean we walked we walked we walked a bit Okay, but no, but, but we, we finished <laughs> the race. It was slippery. Right. No. I'm okay, it was slippery. Still, you could have stopped. Like no, yeah. you know, in that voice, you had a little cue going. Exactly. Because yeah. I did a five k and I did it alone, and everyone oh, there wow. was like, 
wow, you're doing this alone? Like, Why are like, people so weird about people being alone? I don't know. But everyone around me was like, wow, like, who? I'm just like, I'm doing this alone. Yeah. Like, let you, me you be. your chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, so like, and you know, like, and I actually ran, I would say probably like 60% of it, but I was so proud of myself. Like. As you should be. Yeah. Especially because you get nervous place. about doing stuff alone. I do. But then I was like, I'm going to do it some right. stuff i'm just like i was like i trained for this yeah. and i remember we went out the night before like well i went out like with other friends like drinking and partying yeah. and i still got up at like 7 a.m oh I was that's like, real i'm going to run and my friends was like what's wrong with you i was like listen i am a motivated <laughs> human being that's what that's, what, that's what's and right i pay for you. this and i've been training you think i'm gonna miss this exactly like, no it's yeah yeah but it was so fun I see it. that's what it is it's like we talked about self-discovery you mm-hmm. know but i'm like when you really just spend time with yourself yes. it is such a beautiful thing right i it challenge is. you to like my challenge for you in 2023 yeah okay let's hear it and maybe even before the end of the year because you have time <laughs> but like legit take yourself on a date every month okay we'll start that in 2023 oh you can start this month we got like a week left to this That's month. That's fine. We got a lot of things to do. Okay, so question. Realistically. If I were a dude, right? Uh-huh. Your dream dude. Mm-hmm. Everything about you. Like, let's say I'm that guy. Everything that you want, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, I would really love to take you out. You're going to make time. You have a good point, but. No, but. You have a good I point, I take myself period. out to, to eat. No. I do. I'm saying being intentional about it. No, exactly. So I'm saying... Like, you got cute, put on the same makeup you would put on for that dream man of yours. Mm-hmm. Outfits, everything. Made a reservation, too. No, okay. So I almost did that last weekend. But you didn't do it. Yeah, because I found someone to go with. <laughs> exactly. So I want you to do that. Actually, that's my challenge for you. Okay. That's I, what I want for no. you from my... That's what I want from you for my birthday is for you to take yourself on a date like court yourself. Okay, I will starting in twenty twenty three. No, starting this week. I'll promise you I will cancel my whole little birthday. Okay, can you shindig. stop? No. Okay, I will. I'm gonna keep going. Thursday. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. If you break, no crosses count either. Can we? Why? Okay, See, no. If you give okay, me no a question. goal, right? Yeah. Why can't we compromise here? Because I'm saying I, I agree, but there's only there's literally uh three four days left to this year no you know why we can't compromise i would compromise with you had your answer not been yes when i said the whole dream man thing that's how you know it's like you're not prioritizing yourself you can give me a challenge that i'll do before the end of the year no i wouldn't do that to you because i'm nice okay well i'm not nice so (laughs) I, i want you to win okay so i i'm down for your challenge and the whole dream man thing, honestly, this week I wouldn't yes, because there's would. no, I actually wouldn't because there's okay. so much things I want to so cancel accomplish. tonight and take yourself out. No, because mm. mm. I have like stuff to do tomorrow. Okay, so cancel I'm still tonight. trying to do my New Year's cleaning. You don't even, you don't even, you don't even like this man. I think I do a little bit. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, I want you to take yourself out on a date this week. That's what I okay, want. Okay, I, I will Your on Saturday. Promise. Saturday mm-hmm. before we have wait when we have to set up on Saturday yeah but we have all day oh lord I'm see this is why people brunch. run late okay so I'm going to add it to my calendar what time are you taking yourself to brunch I will say at 8 a.m 
And you know, I even you're gonna my... wake up at eight. You can't even make it to work at eight a.m. Good point. But I booked myself a um, part of my self care as like coming into New Year. I booked myself a facial. Okay. So probably after the facial. What time is all of this happening? Okay, you don't have eight a.m. Most. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to update everyone on if you went on this date okay with yourself okay did you get cute for yourself i'm gonna look at your outfit and everything because i know how you dress for a date when you really like the guy and so i'm gonna know if you really put up how do i dress i just know like i know when you like a guy by the way you dress and then when you don't when you're going on your date i know i don't know if you know that but okay how are you gonna tell me what i know because i be dressing the same no you don't no. Yes, I do. No. You have any challenges for me? Since you said I'm not being fair. Yeah, I do. Uh oh. I want you to finish your end of the year wrap up, complete it in its entirety. No, wait a minute. That's not even fair. Oh, now it's not well, fair. Are you talking about the compass? Yes. You just said that I'm creating one for us. Yeah, but I want you to complete it on yourself in its entirety. But I'm I saying want you I thought to I was creating through... one for us that yeah. is more relevant to us. Okay, stop it. No, didn't we say that? Did we not? We agree did. On that? We did agree on that, but I still want you to remember. Okay. But we still are completing. Okay. Stuff on our own. I didn't remember. And I feel that, like you did that. a lot this year. So I want you to really go back and dig into that sheet. Sounds fair to me. By the end of the year. So you have. Four days to be exact. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'm actually going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what do you get if I don't do that? And what do I get if you don't take yourself on a date? Mm, that's give me $25. $25 for each. I think. You know, I like got to give you money. Yeah. If you don't finish your. Well, when there's rapping. money on the line, I'm really going to do it. So. Okay. Me too. Let's up it to 75. Whoa. 75. 50. 100. Whoa, 50. 100. 30. 100. 40. 75. 50. 100. <laughs> just come, just say yes. If you're if you're so confident you're going to do it, then why are you afraid to put money on the line? Okay, 75. Shake on it. Okay. Okay. This okay. is going to be exciting. So, with that being said, I have our quote for this episode, which is by Jean McIlvani. And the quote is, There is a moment in our healing journey when our denial crumbles. We realize our experience and its continued effects on us won't just go away. That's our breakthrough moment. It's the sun coming out to warm the seeds of hope so they can grow our personal garden of empowerment. Naya, you have our question for the episode? Yes. And the question is, how can I express my love for myself? Hmm. And I think that's going into 2023 or even if you want to start four days before 2023, um, that's a question you should ask yourself and then ask in the new year, like how can, if you're not expressing love for yourself enough, Mm -hmm. how can you improve on that? I love that. And I, I, because I personally don't think that you should just start, you know, in the new year. Yeah. Just start whenever, just start when you notice it. Right. Baby steps. So very true. Happy New Year, everyone, and I will talk to you in 2023.